Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Inspired by the Word Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. Right away, we're going to be praying. Hallelujah. I'm going to be reading our prayer points to us. It's still our global day of prayer. And today we're going to be praying for the nations of the earth. Psalm 7, verse 90 says, Who let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end, but establish the just, for the righteous God tried the hearts and rings. We're going to be praying for the nations of the world who pray against wickedness and manipulations of leaders to do wicked affects their countries negatively and further plunge them into deprivation, hunger, and want. As you pray, see the nations return to the Lord and the leaders turn to righteousness and repentance for those who have done wrong and repentance for those who have done wrong. See God's grace poured out like water upon the earth and see the people enjoying the goodness of God, for the earth is filled with the goodness, with his goodness and their treasures everywhere. Hallelujah. As we pray, we're going to also be remembering, bring to mind, you know, one of the prayer points led yesterday um, by the senior pastors. I said that, I think by pastor himself, he says that, salvation and righteousness be poured out upon all the nations of the earth, every nation, every territory. This is the time of salvation and righteousness, hallelujah, to every nation, to every territory, to every tongue, for this is the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. His authority and his influence, hallelujah, is what rules over the nations, and the territories of the earth, all around the galaxies, hallelujah. The name of Jesus is in charge. Let us begin to pray right now. I'll post the prayer points in the chat room. Andalusia, 
Ya 
Yes, hallelujah. This is the time of salvation, Makaros Tokobaya, and righteousness in the different nations and territories. Pila Kasata Kabaya, Mondo Koboko Shikiri Basata, Maleko Sufriketi Kabasata, Balaka Sufriket Dilokrodo Koboshiti, Lumbre de Kisapakati Alabasata, Balaka Sata Kabaya, Mondo Kobosutu. Yes, hallelujah. We cut off the wickedness and the manipulations of the leaders. We put every action. Every action of the leaders that brings about hunger, deprivation, want, lack. We cut them down. We cut them down in the name of the Lord Jesus. We refuse for it to proceed any further. Such wickedness and evil will no longer be found amongst our leaders.
leaders, Likrabashata, the leaders of the nations and the territories of the earth, Likobo Soto Kobaya, but righteousness and salvation, Mateke by Alabasata Kabaya, spread over everyone, Maleke by Alabasata, in every territory, in every nation, in every locality, Liko Sofreke Dile Protocobo Soto Kobo City, Likrataso Tiki Bina Kato Vina Katori and the Casatiga, Erekizo Preke Zike Beleke Bositi, Lokobo Soto, oh hallelujah, Bashakata. Yes, righteousness and salvation fills the earth as the waters covers the sea. For this is the day of the Lord. And the Lordship of Jesus reigns everywhere, everywhere in the earth. The Lordship of Jesus, the Lordship of Jesus, in every town, in every nation, in every territory, Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Yes, the earth is filled of your goodness. And there are treasures everywhere. Treasures everywhere. Oh, blessed be your name, O God. Oh, blessed Yes, hallelujah. The Lord is our light and our salvation. We trust in him. We agree. Oh, blessed be your name of God forevermore. Yes, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Glory, 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 glory. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Praise God. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon, good evening, good night, depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time. You are welcome to the Inspired by the Word Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God forevermore. I'd like to say a very big thank you to this thing, Sister Amaka, for the opportunity to lead the saints of God with prayer of intercession every day and every time. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Right away, we're going to session of praise and worship, after which we'll be having our Rhapsody of Realities segment. You'll have a lovely weekend ahead. Over to you, dear esteemed Sister Grace. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed the day before that amazing session of um, prayer. And thank you so much, Esteem Amarak, for the opportunity to lead God's people in worship every day. Thank you so much, ma. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you're connected from at this time. Welcome to another beautiful time of fellowship with the Holy Ghost. Right where you are, just go ahead and worship, lift up your hands to him. Wave your hands to the Lord Most High. Barakotobo Shekeribai. Thank you, Lord. Your love, your love, oh God, is better than life itself. Mashatalabaha sekiribaya. 
as the morning dew. Your love is refreshing. There's peace in your presence, joy overwhelming. Your light I see light. You're the spirit of my life. You're the essence of love. Your word is greater than all. God, my creator. As the morning dew, your love is refreshing. There's peace in your presence, joy overwhelming. Your light as the light, you're the spirit of my life, you're the essence of love, your word is greater than no, God my creator, all generations worship you, you rule over nations and their leaders with righteousness and justice, Lord, you reign in glory and in power, Lord, you reign in glory and in power. All generations worship you. You rule over nations and their leaders with righteousness and justice, and you reign in glory and in power, Lord, you In glory and in power, in glory and in power, mighty God, you reign in the heavens and the firmament, mighty God, you reign through all eternity. Mighty God, you reign in the heavens and the firmament. Mighty God, you reign through all eternity. Mighty God, you reign in the heavens and the firmament. Mighty God, you reign through all eternity. From everlasting to everlasting, you reign, you reign from eternity to eternity, 
you reign, Lord, you reign from generation to generation. You reign, yes, you reign from eternity to eternity. You reign, Lord, you reign from generation to generation. You reign, oh, you reign from eternity to eternity, Lord, you reign, you reign from everlasting to everlasting, you reign, you reign through all nations, in all kingdoms, Lord, you reign, you reign from everlasting to everlasting you reign you reign from eternity to eternity you reign you reign you reign you reign lord jesus you reign oh you reign you're the king of the earth you reign you reign mighty god you reign in the heavens and the firmament precious lord you reign through all eternity mighty god you reign in the heavens and the firmament precious lord you reign from everlasting to everlasting you reign from eternity to eternity you reign in glory and in power you reign with righteousness and justice you reign over the nation and their leaders mantele farakosha kataya oh hallelujah 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 there's someone with a heart of gratitude in the house today oh balaro sapphire thank you lord jesus you're god and you're the only one like you Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Hallelujah. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. Welcome to another time of devotion with inspired by the word. We're grateful to God for that which he's doing with us, in us and for us, for the work of his spirit in our lives, causing us to grow from one level of glory to another on a daily basis. 
feeding us and building us strong with his word and delivering our inheritance unto us. So much is happening in our lives. We're finding ourselves doing things that we never thought we would ever do. And we are grateful to God. Glory to God. At the end of today's devotion, um, like always, we would take testimonies on Saturdays. So if you have testimonies, get ready. Brother Martins will be handling the testimony segment and we're going to have a great time. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Deborah and esteemed Sister Grace. We've had a great time so far, and the Lord is taking us even to the next and higher level. Glory to God. Today is Saturday, the 26th of March, 2022, and the title of today's devotional article, Keys to Effect Effectual Prayers. Keys to Effectual Prayers. And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray. You find that in Luke 11 and verse 1. Remember that in the course of this week, we've been doing a lot of study about the Holy Spirit across the daily devotional articles. It's been a journey. We learned about him as a person. We learned about his ministry in our lives. We also learned about tools, weapons that he teaches us to use, that he helps us use to have the advantage in life. If you remember very well, we learned about the shield of faith and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And then we're learning about another ministry that he carries out through us, which is the ministry of prayer. He always remember that of the seven things that, um, um, that form the ministry of the Holy Spirit in us, one of them is intercession. So we learned about the fact that he will pray through us. He will help us to pray. He will guide us on what things to pray for, what areas, and even how to pray. And he will pray through us, settling things and turning things around. If you were at the Global Day of Prayer yesterday, it's amazing how, um, you know, one of the um, salient points for me is how we're seeing prophecies play out. You know, when Pastor was reading that letter from the CEOs of the airlines in America and how they wrote to their president asking for certain um, things to be stopped, like the wearing of face masks, the PCR test before travel, you know, and so many other things that surround this whole um, COVID drama. Who would ever have thought? that there's guys who would actually come together to talk to the president, to talk to different people in different offices and stand their ground and tell them as in word for word, not, not mising words, that this thing is not okay and it should be taken off and taken off immediately. You know, I remember when we started praying in the Global Day of Prayer, it was March 2020, and Pastor began to teach us a lot of things in the course of that period up until now. At some point, for many people, the things he was saying probably looked like Greek, sounded like Greek, and you were like, ah, um, until certain things began to play out, there were people who doubted. But you see, in following Pastor Chris, one of the things I do and one of the things I would advise you to do is understand the ministry of the prophet. Understand the ministry of the man of God. If you read Bible days, you find that even the kings depended on the men of God to give them direction for the, for the nation. 
It cannot be the other way around. The presidents, the politicians who we vote into office, do not forget that we vote these politicians into office. You did not vote pastors into office. You didn't vote men of God into office. God appointed them to their offices. So the words of certain politicians, some of them who are jokers, cannot mean much to me above the word of men of God who have been tested through the years, whose words have always come to pass. Then in a case where we have what you called, according to the word, a global pandemic, which we found out was a pandemic and is pandemic. I cannot believe a politician who has not so much prayed over somebody to be healed than a man of God who runs a healing ministry and understand and has mastered the act of healing people. Please, who should I listen to in matters of health? Should I not listen to the one who has solution for health? But it's, it's, it's a thing of joy to see that months have come, few years have come by, and every single thing that the Lord told us as a ministry through our man of God is coming to pass. Have confidence in your man of God. Don't build your life on social media. Don't build your life on political leaders who come in today and are gone tomorrow, making promises, a lot of them that they never intend to keep. And don't get me wrong, they are amazing political leaders. But even those political leaders in the structure that we have in the world today, they stand no chance to do well outside of prayers. And this is why we must pray for them. Many of them get into office and discover that all that glitters is not gold and you don't judge a book by its cover. They realize that things are, 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 are so bad that they, they basically cannot do nothing. They then have to join the rat race and join the other politicians that were before them to do the same thing they were doing. Just pass time in office, accumulate what they can accumulate and get out. But we're grateful to God. We're seeing prayers answered. We're seeing prophecies fulfilled. We're seeing desires realized. And we are so grateful to God. Today, we're taking it further. God is teaching us more about prayers. Don't say, oh, I've read all the prayer books and I've listened to all the prayer messages. No, God has a word for you every day. When you show up in fellowship with God, the Bible says his mercies are new every morning. Every morning. The Bible talked about the angels in Revelation. He said they bow down as they rise again and raise their heads up. They see a new glory again. They bow down in worship. They rise again. They see a new glory. Every time they lift their head, there's a new glory. Those are the angels. You should better be conscious that you carry a God on the inside who has new things for you every day. I never get, get um, 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 allow God become common to me. And I never allow spiritual things become common to me because I know that God is full of surprises, beautiful surprises for his children. And I'm daily expectant. And I dare you to be expectant even today. Keys to effective prayer. Let's take it from the first paragraph. When you study the lives of the early prophets and apostles. 
Even the Lord Jesus Christ, you find that they were very effective in their prayer lives. In our opening verse, disciples asked him to teach them how to pray because they observed how effective his prayers were. So it's not just enough to pray. It's the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man that produces results. There are scriptural rules and guidelines to effect your prayers. There are some things you have to pray about continually. You intercede continually. And there are things that you pray for one, for only once. Because if you keep praying about them, you're entering into, you're getting into unbelief rather than applying your faith. Meanwhile, there are things you're not even supposed to pray for. Because no matter how long you pray about them, God's not going to respond because your request is spiritually illegal. So there are different kinds of prayers, prayer and different rules governing them. Get our books praying the right way and how to pray effectively to learn more. Um, Sister Tina or Brother Martins will share um, those books across the groups. And yeah, you don't just pray, you pray according to the rules and the rules follow different kinds of needs. Of course, in prayer, something important you always require from God is direction. It's not like you're going to be asking him all the time how to pray about a particular situation. But even without you asking him, he gives you the direction through the Holy Spirit, because that's one of the things the Holy Spirit came to do in our lives. In, a, in your life. This is one of the reasons you must pray often in other things. The Holy Spirit and the word are your keys to effective prayer. He'll bring you the word of God to, he'll bring the word of God to your consciousness as you pray. Remember Jesus said, he'll guide you into all truth. He'll teach you all things, John 14, 26. He'll show you what to do in every situation, Jesus said. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. John 8, 12, New KJV. How do you follow him? It's through the word and guidance of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is alive in you today, but then he gives you the scriptures, God's word, to guide you in all things, including how to pray effectively. I once heard pastors say that God is not obligated to answer you for something he already documented in his word. I'm not sure if I'm, if I'm saying it exactly how he said it, but he was trying to say that, don't expect God to tell you again what he has already documented in his word. The word of God is God's answer for all situations. So sometimes when you say, I'm waiting for God to speak to me, you are waiting for God to speak to you. He already spoke to you in the Bible. Find out what he said about your situation. Yeah, in certain cases, you probably are waiting for some kind of direction, specific direction. But to say that you are waiting for God to speak to you, You need to go to his word. And you see that direction that you are also waiting for, when you get into the word and you combine that with praying in tongues, that stirs up your spirit, stirs up mysteries, sends angel messages to angels, you will get the direction that you require. Brothers and sisters, We've learned across this week so many things that we, that, that we can use for our advantage. When we say intercede, it is for our advantage. 
When we say speaking tongues, it is for her advantage. What kind of life would you rather want than the one that God wants for you? So brothers and sisters, let these words dwell in your heart richly. Pastor recommended two books on prayer, praying the right way and how to pray effectively. Praying the right way is about a 40 minutes to an hour read. Then you have praying effectively. Make up your mind to study the book. It's weekend. If you can find time to accommodate it between today and tomorrow, fantastic. But that's an instruction that God is giving to us today to help us understand more about our praying ministry so that we can have answers. Remember yesterday, he said to pray without expecting an answer is religion because God answers every time you pray. What have you been praying about? And then there's just there's certain striking things pastor is telling us in today's devotional article. He said there are certain things you pray and you pray repeatedly, continually. And if you've been following the Global Day of Prayer and if you've been following your love, what pastor actually explained that. And he said, when you're praying for God to do something with others or in others or for others, that basically might, is, alters their will at mo most times. For instance, we have, we have, we have um, rulers and leaders and presidents who are going in the wrong direction. But we want to prevail, pre prevail against that will and push them in another direction. Now, man has the right, the legality and the authority to dictate the affairs of his life. When another man wants to intrude into that legal right, he has to prevail in the place of intercession and you pray continually because you want to basically prevail against that person's will so that God's will can prevail because you can see through the word that that person is going in the wrong direction. He said, I've said before the life and death. He now said, choose life. But every day there are people who are choosing death. In the place of intercession, we are prevailing in prayer that there will be pushed in the direction of choosing what is right according to God's will for their life. Those prayers, you don't just pray once and stop. You continue to pray again and again. Then there are things you pray about. You just make your declarations. You pray about them and that's it. And then there are things you don't have to pray about because God already answered them in the Bible. You already told us. For instance, he said, Christ will supply all your needs. So God doesn't expect you to pray for your needs. He just expects you to receive them. Brothers and sisters, those books that Pastor has shared for, with us, Praying the Right Way, How to Pray Effective, they'll teach you more about the things we've learned today so that you can have a great Christian life that gets richer, that gets easier, that gets faster, that gets much more beautiful. I'm blissful. Praise God. I'm going to hand over to esteemed Pastor Onya at this moment for the next segment. Have a beautiful weekend. Brother Martins will help with the testimony segment. God bless you, everyone. Thank you, Mom, for the opportunity. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you are connected from at the moment. We are going over to the Bible study reading for today's devotional, and we're starting with the further study. 1 John 5, 15 to 16 says, And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. If any man sees his brother sin a sin, which is not unto death, he shall ask, and he shall give him life for them that sin not unto death. 
there is a sin unto death, I do not say that he shall pray for it. James chapter 5, 16 says, confess to one and other your faults, your slips, your false steps, your offenses, your sins, and pray also for one another that you may be healed and restored to a spiritual tone of mind and heart. The earnest, half-fed, continued prayer of a righteous man maketh tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. Praise God. We're going to take the confession together. Please do not omit your mic. Just repeat after me. Thank you, dear Father for the precious gift of the Holy Spirit, whom you sent to give me direction and guide me into all truth, including being effective in prayer. Today, it guides me to know and pray your will and make tremendous power available to change my world in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. We're going to go over to today's New Testament reading. And we are still in the book of Luke, chapter 6. Jesus and his apostles came down 17. I'm reading from 17. Jesus and his apostles came down from the hillside to a level field where a large number of his disciples waited, along with a massive crowd. People from all over Judea, Jerusalem, and the coastal district of Tyre and Sidon, they had all come to listen to the word so they could be healed of their diseases and be set free from the tormenting demonic powers. The entire crowd eagerly tried to come near Jesus to touch him, to receive healing because a tangible supernatural power emanated from him and healed all who came close to him. Caption, Jesus taught them what matters most. Looking intently at his followers, Jesus began his sermon. How enriched you become when you are a beggar, for you will experience the reality of God's kingdom. How freed you become when you are consumed with hunger and desire for you will be completely satisfied. How content you will become when you weep with complete brokenness, for you will laugh with unrestrained joy. How favored you become when you are hated, excommunicated, or slandered, or when your name is spoken of as evil because of your love for me, the Son of Man. I promise you that as experience these things, so I will take that again, 23. I promise you that as you experience these things, you will celebrate and dance with overflowing joy and the heavenly reward of your faith will be abundant because you are being treated the same way as your forefathers, the prophets. 24. But what sorrows await those of you who are rich in this life only? For you have already received all the comforts you will ever get. What sorrows await those of you who are content with yourselves? For hunger and emptiness will come to you. What sorrows await those of you who laugh now, having received all your joy in this life only? For grief and wailing will come to you. 
What sorrows await those of you who are always honored and lauded by others? For that's how your forefathers treated every prophet. Caption, love your enemies. But I say to you who hear, love your enemies and do things wonderful for them in return for their hatred. When someone causes you, bless that person in return. When others mistreat and harass you, accept it as your mission to pray for them. To those who despise you, continue to serve them and minister to them. If someone takes away your coat, give him as a gift your shirt as well. When someone comes to beg from you, give to that person what you have. When things are wrongly taken from you, do not demand they give back. The way you want others to treat you is how you should treat everyone else. 32. Are you really showing true love by loving only those who love you? Even those who don't know God will do that. Are you really showing compassion when you do good deeds only to those who do good deeds to you? Those who do not know God will do that. If you lend money only to those you know will repay you, what credits is that to your character? Even those who don't know God do that. Rather, love your enemies and continue to treat them well. When you lend money, don't despair. If you are never paid back for it's not lost, you receive a rich reward and you will be known as true children of most high God, having the same nature. Be like your father who is famous for his kindness to heal, even the thankless and cruel. Overflow with mercy and compassion for others, just as your heavenly father overflows with mercy and compassion for all. Caption, judging others. Jesus said, Forsake the habit of criticizing and judging others, and you will not be criticized and judged in return. Don't condemn others, and you will not be condemned. Forgive over and over, and you will be forgiven over and over. Give generously, and generous gifts will be given back to you. Shake down to make room for more. Abundant gifts will pour out upon you with such an overflowing measure that we run over the top, the measurement of your generosity becomes the measurement of your return. That's a nine. Jesus also quoted this Proverbs. What happens when a blind man pretends to guide another blind man? They both stumble into a ditch. And how could the apprentice know more than his master? For only after he is fully qualified will he be at that level. Why do you focus on the flaw in someone else's life? and fail to notice the glaring flaws of your own life. How could you say to your friend, here, let me show you where you are wrong, when you are guilty of even more than he, you are overly critical, splitting hairs and being a hypocrite. You must acknowledge your own blind spots and deal with them before you'll be able to deal with the blind spots of your friend. Caption, the fruit of your life. You will never find choice fruits hanging on a bad, unhealthy tree. And rotting fruit doesn't hang on a good, healthy tree. Every tree will be revealed by the quality of fruits that it produces. You will never pick figs or grapes for thorn trees. People are known in this same way. Out of the virtues stored in their hearts, good and upright people will produce good fruit. Likewise, out of the evil hidden in their hearts, 
evil ones will produce what is evil. For the overflow of what has been stored in your heart will be seen by your fruits and will be heard in your words. 46. What good does it do for you to say I'm your Lord and Master if you don't put into practice what I teach you? Let me describe the one who truly follows me and does what I say. 48. He's like a man who chooses the right place to build a house and then lays a deep and secure foundation. When the storms and flood rages against that house, it continues to stand strong and unshaken through the tempest, for he built it wisely on the right foundation. But the one who has heard my teaching and does not obey it is like a man who builds a house without laying any foundation at all. When the storms and flood rage against that house, it will immediately collapse and become a total loss. Which of these two builders will you be? Praise the Lord. This comes to the end of the New Testament for today's reading. We are going to go over to the Old Testament. Deuteronomy chapter 31. After Moses has said all these things to the people of Israel, he told them, I'm now 120 years old. I'm no longer able to lead you. For the Lord has told me that I shall not cross the Jordan River. But the Lord himself will lead you and will destroy the nations living there, and you shall overcome them. Joshua is your new commander, as the Lord has instructed. The Lord will destroy the nations living in the land, just as he destroys Sion and Og, the kings of the Amorites. The Lord will deliver over to you the people living there, and you shall destroy them as I have commanded you. Be strong, be courageous. Do not be afraid of them, for the Lord your God will be with you. He will never leave, fail you nor forsake you. Seven. Then Moses <clears throat> called for Joshua and said to him, As all Israel watched, be strong, be courageous, for you shall lead these people into the land promised by the Lord to their ancestors. See to it that they conquer it. Don't be afraid. For the Lord will go before you and will be with you. He will not fail nor forsake you. Then Moses wrote out the laws he had already delivered to the people and gave them to the priests, the sons of Levi, who carried the ark containing the Ten Commandments of the Lord. Moses also gave copies of the laws to the elders of Israel. The Lord commanded that these laws be read to all the people at the end of every seventh year the year of release at the festival of tabernacles, when all Israel would assemble before the Lord at the sanctuary. 10. Call them all together. The Lord instructed men, women, children, and foreigners living among you to hear the laws of God and to learn his will so that you will reverence the Lord your God and obey his laws. Do this so that your little children who have not known these laws will hear them and learn how to revere the Lord your God as long as you live in the promised land. Then the Lord said to Moses, the time has come when you must die. Summon Joshua and come into the tabernacle where I can give him his instructions. So Moses said to Joshua, come and stood before the Lord. Sorry, I'll take that again. So Moses and Joshua came and stood before the Lord. 15, he appeared 
to them in a great cloud at the tabernacle entrance and said to Moses, you shall die and join your ancestors. After you are gone, these people will begin worshiping foreign gods in the promised land. They will forget about me and break the contract I've made with them. Then my anger will flame out against them and I will abandon them, hiding my face from them and they shall be destroyed. Terrible trouble will come upon them so that they will say, God is no longer among us. I will turn away from them because of their sins in worshiping other gods. 19. Now write down the words of this song and teach it to the people of Israel as my warning to them. When I've brought them into the land, I promised their ancestors a land flowing with milk and honey. And when they have become fat and prosperous and worship other gods and despise me and break my contracts and great disaster come upon them, then this song will remind them of the reason for their woes. For this song will live from generation to generation. I know now, even before they enter the land, what these people are like. 22. So on the very day, Moses wrote down the words of the song and taught it to the Israelites. Then he charged Joshua, son of Nun, to be strong and courageous and said to him, you must bring the people of Israel into the land the Lord promised them. For the Lord says, I will be with you. When Moses had finished writing down all the laws that are recorded in this book, he instructed the Levite to carry the ark containing the Ten Commandments to put this book of the law beside the ark as a solemn warning to the people of Israel. 27. For I now know how rebellious and stubborn you are, Moses told them. Even today, while I'm still here with you, you are defiant rebels against the Lord how much more rebellious will you be after my death? 28. Now summon all the elders and officers of your tribes so that I can speak to them and call heaven and earth to witness against them. I know that after my death, you will utterly defy yourselves and turn away from God and his commands. And in these days to come, evil will crush you for you will do what the Lord says is evil, making him very angry. So Moses recited this entire song to the whole assembly of Israel. 32. Listen, O heavens and earth. Listen to what I say. My words shall fall upon you like the gentle rain and dew, like rain upon the tender grass, like showers on the hillside. I will proclaim the greatness of the Lord, how glorious he is. He is the rock. His work is perfect. Everything he does is just and fair. He is faithful without sin. Five, but Israel has become corrupt, smeared with sin. They are no longer his. They are a stubborn, twisted generation. Is this the way you treat Jehovah, O oh, foolish people? Is not God your father? Has he not created you? Has he not established you and made you strong? Remember the days of long ago. Ask your father and the aged men. They will tell you all about it. When God divided upon the world among the nations, he gave each of them a supervising angel, but he appointed none for Israel, for Israel was God's own personal possession. 10. God protected them. 
in the howling wilderness as though they were the apple of his eyes. He spread his wings over them, even as an eagle overspreads her young. She carries them upon her wings as the, the, as the Lord his people. When the Lord alone was leading them, they lived without foreign gods. God gave them fertile hilltops, rolling fertile fields, honey from the rock, and olive oil from stormy ground, fourteen. He gave them milk and meat, choice bashan rams and goats, and the finest of the wheat, they drank the sparkling wine. But Israel was soon overfed, yes, fat and bloated. Then in plenty, they forsook their God. They shrugged away the rock of their salvation. Israel began to follow foreign gods, and Jehovah was very angry. He was jealous of his people, 17. They sacrificed to hidden gods, to new gods never before worshipped. They spawned the rock who had made them, forgetting it was God who had given birth to them. God saw what they were doing and detested them. His sons and daughters were insulting him. He said, I will abandon them. See what happens to them then. For they are a stubborn, faithless generation. 21. They made me very jealous of their idols, which are not gods at all. Now I, in turn, will make them jealous by giving my affections to the foolish Gentile nations of the world. For my anger has kindled a fire that burns to the depths of the underworld consuming the earth and all its crops and setting its mountain on fire. I will heap up evils upon them and shoot them down with my arrows. 24, I will waste them with hunger, burning fever and fatal disease. I will devour them. I will set them. 24. I will waste them with hunger, burning fever, and fatal disease. I will devour them. I will set sweet beasts upon them to rip them apart with their teeth and deadly serpents crawling in the dust outside the enemy's sword. Inside the plague shall terrorize young men and girls alike. The baby nursing at the breasts and aged men. I had decided to scatter them to distant lands so that even the memory of them would disappear. Or oh, then I thought, my enemies will boast. Israel is destroyed by our own might. It was not the Lord who did it. Israel is a stupid nation, foolish without understanding. Oh, that they were wise. Oh, that they could understand. Oh, that they could know what they are getting into. How could one single enemy chase a thousand of them and put 10,000 to flight, unless their rock had abandoned them, unless the Lord had destroyed them. But the rock of other nations is not like our rock. Prayers are to their gods. Prayers to their gods are valueless. They are like men of Sodom and Gomorrah. Their deeds are bitter with poison. They drink the wine of serpent venom, but Israel is my special people. Praise the Lord. I'll take 34. But Israel is my special people, sealed as jewels within my treasure. Vengeance is mine, and I decree the punishment of all her enemies. 
their doom is sealed. The Lord will see his people righted and we have compassion on them when they sleep. He will watch their path ebb away, both slave and free. Then God will ask, where are their gods? The rock they claim to be their refuge, 38. Where are the gods now to whom they sacrifice their fat and wine? Let those gods arise and help them. Don't you see that I alone am God? I will kill and make live. I wound and heal. No one delivers from my power. I rise and my hands, sorry, I'll take that. I raise my hands to heaven and vow my existence that I will wet the lightning of my sword and hold my punishment upon my enemies. My arrows shall be drunk with blood. My sword divorce the flesh and blood of all the slain and captives. The heads of the enemy are gogged with blood. Praise his people, gentle nations, for he will avenge his people, taking vengeance on his enemy, purifying his land and his people, 44. When Moses and Joshua has recited all the words of this song to the people, Moses made this comment, meditate upon all the laws I have given you today and pass them on to your children. These laws are not mere words, they are your life. Through obeying them, you will live long, plentiful lives in the, you will live long, plentiful lives in the land you are going to possess across the Jordan River. 48. That same day, the Lord said unto Moses, go to Mount Nebo. In the mountains of Abiram, in the land of Moab, across Jericho, climb to its heights and look out across the land of Canaan and the land I'm giving you to the people of Israel. After you join the land, sorry, after you see the land, you must die and join your ancestors as Aaron, your brother, died in Mount Hall and joined them. For you dishonored me among the people of Israel at the springs of Merbah Kedash in the wilderness of Zin. You will see spread out before you the land I'm giving the people of Israel, but you will not enter it. Praise the Lord. This comes to the end of today's Old Testament reading. Thank you, Esteemed Stamaka, for the opportunity. And thank you, Esteemed Brother Martins, for sharing your screen. Do have a wonderful day, everyone. God bless you. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Thank you so much, Esteemed Pastor, for that amazing read. Praise the Lord. And thank you, Esteemed Stamaka, for this wonderful privilege. At this point, we're going straight to the affirmation segment of our meeting. We start affirmation by taking our names. My name is, you say your name. I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ. The next paragraph, I, your name, I'm granted according to the riches of the glory of Christ. The third paragraph, I, your name, my love abounds more and more in knowledge and in all judgments. At this point, I will kindly ask everyone to please unmute their mics as we take affirmation at the count of three. One, two, three. Joshua, I have this 
My name is Jasmine. I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of God. I am right and I life and the riches of the glory of his inheritance in me. I know the experience of his power to me. I believe he is my testimony. According to the riches of the Christ Jesus, I will be told the great by his Amen, 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 amen. At this point, we'll be going straight to the communion segments. And our text is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. For I received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. When he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Lord, we say thank you. For the opportunity, the privilege to break bread this morning, to break bread today. From the different parts of the world which we are, we come as one body. Thank you, Lord. For that which we most solemnly desire, O oh God, we declare in the name of the Lord Jesus, is established unto us by the power of the Holy Ghost with speed. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for being most gracious to us. And Lord, we give you praise in Jesus' name. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Praise God, after the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, this cup is in New Testament in my blood. 
this day as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me, for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show Lilo's death till he come. Father, I will say thank you for the cup of the everlasting covenant. And Lord, we declare that as we take this cup, we are blood washed, sanctified, and glorified. As we take this cup, we affirm our oneness with you. We affirm that we are your righteousness. We, yes, we declare that we have eternal life now. Thank you, Father, for the very pulsating life that you have poured out upon us. Thank you for we are your glorified ones, your called out ones. Thank you. Thank you. For if indeed we are glorified by that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, then every fiber of our being, every cell of our blood, every bone of our body is indeed glorified. Thus, no sickness, no disease, no infirmity can thrive in our being. And even now, even now in the name of the Lord Jesus, we put a stop to every machination of evil in our being, in our bodies. Every infirmity, every pain, whatever it is, as we take this cup in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, it dies and passes out of our bodies. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Go ahead and take the cup. Oh, la la dida crapatori kila ancrosco, seligrundo sovratish. Manto rige baradeli grisufra non crosovratisha. Lord, we give you praise. Thank you, Father. We give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful privilege. And at this point, I will hand over to Pastor Inye for the celebration segment. Thank you, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening again, everyone. We are welcome to the celebration segment of today's devotional. And we are, if today is your birthday, birthday of your loved one, wedding anniversary or whatever it is you are celebrating please kindly come to the chat room and let us celebrate with you if today is your first time of joining us we want to meet with you kindly come to the chat room say your name where you are connected from and who invited you do we have birthdays today is the 26th of march birthdays, wedding anniversary, whatever it is you are celebrating, please come to the chat room. We would like to celebrate with you. Rhoda says, today is my marriage introduction ceremony. Congratulations, Sister Rhoda. God is gracious and kind. And God's blessings in your marriage. Do we have any other birthdays? Birthdays, birthdays. Oh, Jasmine says, today is my mother's birthday. Happy birthday to your mom. God's blessings to her now and always. 
Do we have birthdays, wedding anniversary, or whatever it is you are celebrating? We'd like to celebrate with you. Congratulations again, Sister Rhoda. God is gracious and kind. Do we have birthdays, birthdays, birthdays? Grace says, esteemed Sister Grace says, today is my childhood friend and brother's birthday. His name is Tiki. Happy birthday to you, Brother Tiki. God's blessings now and always. If today is your first time, please, we want to meet with you. Kindly come to the chat room. Say your name, where you are connected from, and who invited you. We are excited to meet with you. Do we have any more birthdays, wedding anniversary, whatever it is you are celebrating? Okay. Um, congratulations again, Sister Rhoda. Congratulations to all the birthday celebrants. Okay. I'm going to hand over to esteemed uh, brother, Sister Maka to pray for the celebrants. You have a nice day. God bless you. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Tali grosso fragli, je predeli, grassi, je vrenegredi. Lidogaski, je pranon, crasso predila cadredi. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you. Kuzak, Haturi, Gibraga, Dila, Rosi, Juvenangres. For all our celebrants, Paratori, Keso, Vrenegres, Sujala, Mandia. Thank you, Lord God, even for Sister Ruda, Kupala, Doria. Thank you for it's a successful day for our. And I decree in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that yes, for her, it's going to be a marital bliss. Baradoskia, every day, Kobalikroski, a new day of rejoicing and joy. Lord, I thank you for everyone who's celebrating today. There is joy unspeakable, full of grace and glory by the power of the Holy Ghost. Every day, they are continually favored by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, thank you for your word. They are sustained by your word in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, we give you praise. Thank you, Father. To you be all the glory forever. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Okay, thank you so much, esteemed stomach. At this point, we'll be going straight to the... We'll be going straight to the... Testimony time, praise God. So I'd like to ask if there's anyone among us who has a testimony you'd like to share. Uh-huh. Quickly, quickly, quickly raise your hand so we'll give you the opportunity to share your testimony. Okay, I can see Pastor Oinye. Please kindly unmute and share your testimony. If there's anyone else, please quickly raise your hand so we can give you the opportunity to share your testimony. Pastor Oinye, over to you. Okay, um, thank you so much, Esteem Brother Martins, for the opportunity. I have so much to be grateful for. I want to say thank you to God for the, it's been an amazing time, you know. At the beginning of this year, I, I had given this testimony before that I told God what I wanted. Uh, I didn't want to take drugs anymore. I was done with it. You know, when you know that you are healed, you know. You are coming from a point of this is what the word of God has said concerning you. So Sister Maka will always, uh, Sister Maka will always encourage us that you, you don't judge the, um, 
the word of God from your experience. You use your experience. You use the word of God to judge your experience. Okay, um, so this is my testimony. When I gave that testimony, I said that the, uh, the Holy Spirit said that he was making me a five-star general. And I was, you know, as at that time, really, I thought I knew what it was. Then we started the year, and this was January. January had gone, and I, I, I was not taking any drug. I felt perfect. Everything was fine. I was happy, you know, living my life. And then February, I started experiencing the systems, and I went to God. I'm like, I don't understand. And he told me something. He said, he reminded me of what Esteem Samaka will always tell us that Moses, the children of uh, the, about the ways and the, the acts and the ways of God, you know. And he told me that a five-star general did not enter the war and found out that um, the war has ended. And they not say, hey, you know, he experienced it. He won. He fought. Probably he kept his mate that were wounded. He, he did everything. He, he was there. He fought the fights. He shot people. He killed. He did everything. So you are a five-star general. You will win. You will fight. You will take a hold of your, your life, you know. You will not just, it's, it's beautiful to wake up and realize that everything is gone. But then you are a general. You will fight. You will move, push your faith. You will ensure that you take a hold of I said, oh, wow. Then we started. Then thank God for inspired by the word. Every morning I'll We'll take communion. I'll listen to messages. I'll speak to my body. I already made up my mind that you see drugs, forget it. And there's one thing that I, after you know the healing school, when I'm watching the healing streams, you see people that the one person will say, "I have diabetes. I have head pain. I have paralysis. I am one disease only you." I understood because there was something that happened when you started initially when I had the what when I had that challenge. It was just one thing, but as the years were going back, you realize that you are sitting in front of the doctor and you are saying five things. Uh -uh. Even you are wondering, I thought it was just this thing. But that's how the devil operates. When he has sat down very well, and you are not doing anything about it, eh? you go and call his brothers and sisters. You will now find out that you can't sleep, you have headache, only you heart pain, only you constipation, only you paralysis, only you. Uh -uh. <laughs> you know? So that's, I decided that. I'm not going to take drugs. I was well. So every day I tell I when I take the communion, I say, person, you are, you know, like you are perfect. You are well, you are strong. And that's how you're going to live your life. I, one of the things the Spirit was helping me to do was look away from drug. Because if you're taking, if you're taking drug for a long time, for like two years, you unconsciously begin to depend on it. In fact, you not even understand it very well. You can even be explaining to people the, you know, how the things were. So I was not, living a new life without drugs just with me the holy spirit the word of god and okay let me now go to february because of time so in february everything came back and i'm like wow so where am i going to start from but what kept me every time we take the communion i'll speak to my body there's this a message that you that moved me so much fighting the war within and how to serve god perfectly spoke extensively about something that you have been going through for a long time and how it is that you know you need to use the word of god to change your situation when i listen to that message that day i cried i say eh i will not take these drugs again i will not you know because there were times that it was really bad that you are tempted to just walk into that pharmacy because you already know the drug you don't even need to go to the doctor you know that and say please just give me this drug you know so um one day it was so bad and i knelt down and 
the Holy Spirit reminded me, healing stream is three weeks away. And I was like, oh, really? That's true. So it was, I used it as an anchor for my faith. Every time I would tell myself, come 18th. Ah, come 18th, you know? And that's how we kept going. Every day was going. I was, I was every day. That's how I was going through every day. I would speak to myself, speak, you know, and I was excited. Healing school was coming. I said, ah, me. I've already told myself how it will happen on the Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you know, that, and that's how I, I finally found out that it was a week to healing school. So normally I would wake up and pray before the devotion. On Monday, before that healing school, I, doing speech woke me to pray. I think even before my alarm rang. And I saw myself, like the woman with the issue of blood, like, you know, I saw myself like I was holding Jesus' feet. It was as if I was in a trance, you know? And that's how I started praying. I prayed all through. I cried, you know, I was just praying. It was as if it was, I was not there on my bed. It, it was not looking like I was there. I looked at as if I was in the Bible, you know? I'm going to say a big thanks to the student sister Maka because when I read the Bible every day, it's as if me, I'm not in, I'm not in a, you know, that place. That's where I am right now. Because everything is becoming so real to me. Like I'm in Jerusalem, I'm in Jericho, I'm in Bethlehem, because I'm the one saying the stories. So I kind of understand what's going on. So throughout that week, the Holy Spirit, after that, the Holy Spirit will lead me on how to pray for the sick. So after that day, I was no longer praying for myself. Tuesday, Wednesday, I realized that I was praying for the sick. And there was a there was this this passion to which I prayed, because I, I understand what it is to be, to have been sick for two years, three years. So a lot of people were praying for people to be healed. And I'm sure the sick too, were praying for them to be healed. I personally, I was particular about praying their life after being healed. Because when I got well, I realized that a lot of things have passed. Two years has gone. You are, you now, you are now, for example, when you are sick for that period, you are not thinking about anything, you're not thinking about your job. You just go through the day. You are all you are thinking about is, oh, I'm feeling. Then you are well now. You realize that the two years has passed, the years has passed. You're not asking, okay, how will I go about it? Okay, now I'm working. Oh, now I need money. You know, when you are sick, people are doing things for you, they are calling you, taking care of you, you know. And now you are well. That was another, the, another one of another challenge I had when I finally got well because um, everybody, my friends have gone. They couldn't even understand me anymore, you know? And so I'm praying for the life after these people. I pray for their family, the impact it will have on them. I pray that when they come back, when they get well, they find jobs, they get the, this, you know, how their life is, their life after being well was what I was praying for. Because if, you, if they don't put their life together, some of these people, because of depression or, or lack or something, they want to go back. So Thursday, I woke up and I, I said, okay, I was going to, I made up my mind that everything concerning the healing, she, they had four Fs, four Ps, sorry, partnership, prayer, evangelism and all. I made up my mind I was going to do everything concerning it. I was already praying. I really, really, really wanted to give. I really wanted to give. So I was believing God for money. Then I said, okay, I was already doing online evangelism. Thank you, sir. I'm about to round up. Um, I was already doing online evangelism. So I said, okay, I was going to go and um, do physical. So I picked up a healing um, stream in my estate and I and my friend, we went round and did publicity. 
the um sorry is a long one because like that's i really to give testimony if i have five minutes i don't because it's all tied so i that night after doing evangelism i invited everybody i went to bed but because like i said the symptoms already i didn't sleep so well so when my land rang for me to pray as i usually would pray i didn't want to pray because i felt oh, let me just rest before it's time for inspired by the word as i put my bed back on to sleep I realized that somebody was at my room at the other end, sleeping on a bed. Uh -uh. I got up. I was like, my mind, I was like, who's that? I got up and walked to the other end of the room. And I told the person, what are you doing in my room? In fact, go to the toilet. I told the person, walk, enter the toilet. What are you doing in my room? Get out. And I went back to my bed to lie down. And as soon as I put my head back on my bed, the person started pressing me. I'm alone in my own, my house. Stay pressing me. And I'm like, what? But one thing I knew was I was not scared. I knew that I was going, it's my house. So I will, over, wherever, wherever it is, I'm going to deal with the person was what I thought I was telling myself. So I was trying to shout Jesus, but the words were not coming out. But I was not scared. I kept struggling until I pushed the person away. And I got up and I started vibrating. All the while, my words still were not coming out. Even the Jesus didn't come out. But I didn't care. I was vibrating. I was asking the person, how dare you? Do you know who I am? What are you doing in my room? I was upset. I was vibrating. I, at all this time I was talking, the words still were not coming out. I couldn't even shout Jesus. But you know what I knew that? In fact, I opened my mouth and started speaking in other tongues. I was speaking in other tongues. That's how I realized that I had been praying on my bed. You know, I woke up, I don't have much time, so I'm going to rush. So I woke up and that's how I, I started speaking in other tongues and I realized I've been praying for a while on my bed. Then that's how I got up from that trance. Now come to the day of the ending stream. On Friday, I was excited. I went to this, my center, sat down. I picked a particular seat in front. Nobody's disturbing me. All the testimonies, the everything, I was it was just like I was in the center with pastor. I did not want anybody to distract me. I got everything, even though first day, second day was as if, <laughs> but because I don't have so much, it was a lot, but because I don't have so much time, I'm just going to go to the final day. So on the final day, I, I had gone to church, even though I woke up, it was as if every day of the initiative, while others were going home, to me, I was coming back home with a lot of symptoms because by the time I lie down my bed, is another story altogether till I get up. So Sunday, I got up and I managed to go to church. When I got back home, I had some other things I needed to attend to. So I realized I was I was already rushing for the healing stream because that's why I've moved it to 430 instead of the five that I had planned. So I looked at my phone and I realized that somebody was calling me two missed calls. I'm like, please, I'm busy. But for some reason, I went to the healing center. So I saw a lot of people that were sick and I came back home angry. I said, how can all these people be sick? What is the matter? And I made up my mind. I said, no, 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 no. I'm not going to go through this anymore. And when I go back to that center, I'm not coming back the same way. You know, I rushed back, had my bath prepared and went to the center and I sat down. But the reminded me, said, Pastor, yeah, somebody has been calling you. I said, I'll call the person tomorrow. I don't want to be distracted. But for some reason, it's a cousin of mine. I quickly uh, answered him and told him, please, I'll call you back. I'm in church. And he responded, say, okay, Pastor. Please send me your account number. I said, I wanted to respond, like, what's the matter? What happened? USP said, it's your account number. It's not going to tiff it. Send him your account number. So I just sent him the account number. 
And that was when that lady was talking about um, how she got healed, how all the things she used to imagine, how she would be, what she would do when she gets well. So I didn't want to be distracted. But as I looked at my phone, a Pascal money entered my account. And the Holy Spirit reminded me a few days before that I was praying. And I was tired of praying. I wanted to get up from my bed. Those people told me, continue. I'm going to give you this and this amount of money. I said, what? So I continued that prayer and I finished it. So this people said, then after that, I said, those people are owing you. Anytime I remember that, there's always people are owing you. So those people said, this is the money I've given you. I said, what? I got up, quickly transferred it to my partnership. Break. Then it was as if something inside of me changed. I got up, I went to the back. For every time Pastor lays hands on somebody, the way I, because I imagined like that lady, what I would do when, when I, when those symptoms have left me and how I would begin to feel. So for any time Pastor lays hands on somebody, I will jump, I will, the way I will run to the end, I'm wondering, they are wondering, I don't understand where it is. Because me, I felt like I was in the center. I will run to the end of the, the hall, I will get back, I will jump, I will need, a, I will thank God. It was as if I myself, my brother has that when I came back that day, I was even so tired because I've run the whole length and breadth of the hall. I came back and slept. And ever since that day till now, it's as if it's a new me. It's a new me. I, I don't feel I've trashed that particular one. And I'm like, any okay, where are they? I'm even looking for the symptoms. Oh, yeah, come. We have a lot because I'm a general, I'm a five-star general. I address situations, body issues, whatever challenge it is. Oh, yeah, becoming. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, Esteem. I'm sure I took so much time. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Inye. Thank you so, so much. Over to you, Pastor Prince. Uh, I'm so for the opportunity to have esteemed Pastor Maka and uh, Brother Martins. Thank you so very much. My testimony is in line with um, what uh, Pastor Onyesh is just from testifying. It's in line with the healing streams. Uh, the Lord has done so, so, so much. And I have personally experienced the boundless grace of God that was uh, with the healing stream with the man of God, Pastor Chris. Um, we are so, so grateful. Um, I personally took part uh, of the healing streams. Uh, in organizing a healing center, and that was the hospital back here in Zambia, in one of the towns. And uh, so many amazing miracles happened. And some of them were even documented and were, were actually read out. That some of the testimonies that were read out from Zambia were from my center. We are from actually the center that we hosted. Even on the very first day of the Festival of Miracles, those testimonies happened in our center. But one testimony that really, really inspired me a lot, which I, I wanted to share, because just this week, even yesterday, the Lord has just expanded our, our horizon in terms of the impact of the healing streams. It's like people are now experiencing healing streams every day. We are receiving phone calls from all over the country people inquiring on how they can get in touch with us, requesting for prayer, and we are ministering to them on phone, and they are receiving instant miracles, instant miracles. Uh, yeah, the previous day, I had a phone call around 9 p.m. from a lady who called to say, whenever good news is about to happen, she would, she would just develop some kind of a growth 
you, you know, on the back. She will, she, will, she will develop that growth. And when it's time for that good thing to happen, whether it's a, you know, someone promised her money or it's a, a job that she's, she knows she wants to, to get or a, a business transaction, immediately that growth pops up and brings out past. Then that's how even the opportunity will go and she will not receive anything. But after we prayed and we told her to say, you can, ex you can still experience the healing streams because the healing streams are not done. The, the, the healing streams are not over. You can still experience the healing streams. We told her to, be, to, to believe God that even as we are going to pray with her on phone, a miracle was going to happen. She was going to be, she was going to be uh, free and experience the freedom. We prayed for her. And at the point we ended the prayer, she testified that the growth had disappeared and she, she could not experience any pain. We were in awe of that miracle. We were in awe of that miracle. Another testimony that I wanted to share was that while we were at the hospital on the last day, something remarkable happened. I saw a lady who I had known from years back as 2019 walk in the hospital. She was limping, literally limping. She could not move correctly because she had a, a knee that was swelling. It was swelling day by day. She could not do her house chores. She could not do anything productive. And she was in pain. So as a, as a man of God, Pastor Chris was praying for the sick. It came to a point where he, died, he gave guidance to say, you may lay your hands on every, anyone who was sick. In my mind, I knew that that lady was a Jehovah's Witness. And most of the times, they, they are not comfortable allowing people to pray for them and to participate in these prayers. But to my surprise, this lady who is a Jehovah's Witness said, agreed to say you can pray with me. And I laid my hand, my right hand on her knee. And as a man of God was praying and my hand was laid on that lady, I could feel the bones cracking. I could see things cracking. And I could open up my eyes. So what is it that I'm hearing? I could hear it crack. And at the time the prayer was done, I told the lady, just like it was in the book of Acts, where that man who was lame was, you know, held up and made to stand. I also told the lady to say, you can now stand because she was sitting on a bench. And I now asked her to say, you can now move. To the surprise of everyone who was watching in the hospital, the lady walked, that Jehovah's Witness lady walked without God. Ah, and she ah, rejoiced. And she even started, the whole, the whole of that night, she was just saying, may Jehovah bless you. May Jehovah continue to heal you. Many, use you to heal many people. She kept pestering. The next day she was saying, I want to come to church. I want to come and just testify to everyone of what God has done. There are so many miracles that have happened, so many testimonies out of the healing streams. And I want just to encourage everyone to say the healing streams are not done. Take advantage of this grace. Take, take this moment of the spirit and cause everything that you encounter to experience the healing streams. Thank you so very much, Samara and Mother Uche, for, for this opportunity. I'm grateful. Thank you so much. Thank you so, so much, Pastor Prince. Praise God. Wow, what a testimony. Glory to God. 
Okay, over to you, brother John Watson, a bit to me. Good morning, everyone. Uh, I want to thank Africa uh, Master for this platform that we pray every morning. I want to thank uh, Martin and all the co-hosts. I want to thank you so much. It has really been awesome. My testimony is also in line with the healing schemes. I will go straight uh, to the testimony. Uh, the healing scheme is the one I went normally after normal in my own center. We prepare the place and everything get ready for people to come in and and then when 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 i started doing that there was there, there this thing that always come in my in my heart region down to my lungs and you know i said i was not going to go to the hospital because i, I don't want to i don't want i don't want a doctor to give it to give it a name because i always know that okay uh, someone is fine and then you go to the hospital, and they now tell you, you are, um, and this is what they diagnosed, and then everything changed from that point. So I said, I wasn't going to go to the hospital. I, 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 I was going to be the bit of my pain, you know. And the pain became so strong during the healing scheme, especially the, the when I was preparing, when I was uh, um, um, preparing the, the arena that we, that we use for the healing scheme. The pain became so strong that, I, at some point, I had to sit down, you know, and get up and arrange the chair, sit down, get up and arrange the people and all that, and, and it was becoming so strong. And the second day, was, it was becoming so strong, even while I was praying, but I know one thing, I know that it is, it is, it is, it is, it is only trying to come like this because it's time for you to go finally. You know, it's not, it's time for you to go finally. And on the last day, hallelujah. I received every word. I I was focused. I got everything. I was praising God at every testimony. And at the end of the healing, all the pains, all the things I was feeling in my body, everything has gone. There was no symptoms left. Everything, totally everything in my body. I want to thank God because it was awesome. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Congratulations, esteemed brother John. Wow, what a testimony. Glory to God. And the Lord who began this in your life has completely perfected all that concerns you in Jesus' mighty name. Congratulations, esteemed Pastor Prince. Congratulations, esteemed Pastor Inye. Thank you so much for blessing us with your testimonies. Praise God. At this point, I'll kindly ask everyone to please unmute your mics as we share the grace in fellowship. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the love of the Holy Spirit, Surely God's goodness and mercy is with us.